I place before you life and death, blessing and curse. You choose. Choose, Nelson. And you can't say, Nelson, that I did not put it there because I call heaven and earth as a witness before you that I have given you everything that you need to live this life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kingdom Rock Radio. You are moments away from receiving God's rich word. But first, remember that you can subscribe to our Roku channel as well as our podcast. And don't forget, for more information, you can always contact us at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's word. Well, picture it, King of the Rock, October 27, 2019. And the Lord says in the book of Genesis, he said, let us make man in our own image. And he formed man in his own image. The Bible says he formed man from the dust of the ground. And as you continue to read the scripture, he says, and he breathed into the nostril of that man. He formed man first of all. He was, just picture it, that he's laying there underground, the body, laying there. And the scripture continue, and, which means that he's adding, he has something else to say. And he breathed into the nostrils of the man, and the man becomes a living soul. Now picture it again. The man got up. He got his little house. He's sitting at the table. He only have one chair and the table. He's sitting in this house. And the Lord gave him this book with 66 books in there. And as it says in the book of Joshua, meditate on this book day and night, and then you will make your ways prosperous. Now, we're not, we are not taking God out of the context, uh, out of our life. He is the source, but he has given us instruction that he knows will change our lives forever. Look at it this way again. The Bible said we have to be born again in order, in order for us to be a part of this family, the family of God. We must be born again. And he asks, how can a man be born again? We cannot enter back into our mother's womb. But we are born again when we receive Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. So look at that. Now, now we are about to live a new life. There are things that some of us who are born again never went to church in our lives. Some of us grew up in church, but we never have a relationship with God. We never knew God. We knew about him. We heard about him. We read about him. But to know someone, you have to have an intimate relationship. And it doesn't have to be anything that have to do with sleeping in the bed and all that stuff. You can have an intimate relationship with someone without all of those things taking place. That's, that's, that's something that's different. So we can grow up in church and we don't know God, period. But he gave us this book. And before I go on, let us just greet our online. Are we recording already? Let us start. Uh, Kingdom Rock, let us greet our online family. And we love you daily. We thank you for watching today. Amen, amen. And he has given us this book. Of instruction. He said, meditate on this book day and night. Take your time, relax, and then you will make your way prosperous. And he was so serious about this book. 
You know, when we write a play or something like that or a movie, we have to take it to someone else and they're going to look it over. And there might be things that they're going to add. There might be some things that they're going to take away. But he has given us this book that will change our life forever. And here's the proof. Let's go to the first one. And this is Deuteronomy 4, chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. And it reads like this, King James. Now therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you for to do them, that ye may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your father giveth, fathers giveth you. Verse 2. Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. And I went to Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 32, the New Living Translation. And it went on to say, so be careful to obey all the commands I give you. You must not add anything to them. Uh, subtract anything from them. Which means that it is written, it is done. And he is so confident that no modification have to take place for you to prosper. That he said, do not add or take away anything from this. Look how serious God is about this book and how confident he is about his word. There's a, a time that I, um, there's, a script, there's a sermon that I preach. We talk about the, um, the integrity of God's word. Next slide. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. And the Amplified says, I call heaven and earth as witness, as witnesses against you today that I have set before you life and death, the blessings and the curse. Therefore, you shall choose life in order that you may live, you and your descendants. So in, in other words, there is no man can say that another man can be more prosperous than him. Unless he himself did not choose life. Or he did not choose the blessing. He said do not, do not add or take away anything. Because first of all you can't add to say well uh, th this is for Nelson's. Nelson's way. If Nelson prosper, Nelson going to have, he's going to receive ten house. If, pa if, pa if Pastor Strahd read it, he's going to get two. He did not say that. He said, do not add or take away anything from it. And he was so serious about this thing that he said, I call heaven and earth as a witness against you that you cannot say that I never provide the way for you to make life easier. There's so many times we, we, we stand back and we say, I don't know nobody. I don't have anyone in high places. My family, none of my family have never excelled. None of them have never went to college. 
None of my family have never made something out of themselves. Look at my dad. He's a drunkard. He's a, a drug addict. Look at him. Look at my mom. He said, I place before you life and death, blessing and curse. You choose. Choose, Nelson. And you can't say, Nelson, that I did not put it there because I call heaven and earth as a witness before you. That I have given you everything that you need to live this life. Romans chapter 12 verse 7 to 8 says, if your gift, and, and I look at this, when I read this, it says, if, when it started off with if, I'm saying if I'm making a statement to you, say, well, if you're going to go with me, let's go. We got to go now so that we won't be late, which means that I've already told you where we are going. He said, if your gift is serving others, serve them well. How many times have you heard? I've heard it. I've seen it. I've seen my friend did it before, where he goes to a, 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 a restaurant, good service, and he dropped $25 as a tip. I've heard people who testify they dropped $100 as a tip because the one who had the gift of serving had served well. If you are a teacher, teach well. How many success stories that you have heard where teachers stand by student who others give up on and they made something out of their life and they look back to them and say, I love my third grade teacher or my fifth grade or whatever teacher and they turn around and bless them. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. How many we heard about that was just one minute away from pulling that trigger, or jumping off of a bridge or out of a whatever, and one phone call, or a word of encouragement from making the wrong choices, turn their life around. And with that, they turn back around and they extended a hand to that same person or someone else. If it is given, give generously. I've heard so much. I've seen people even defend a drug dealer because he was given back to his community. And when they come to, to get him, they were, they were ready to fight and defend him. Because he was given, not because he was, a, uh, it doesn't have anything to do with God, but because it is a law. Given it shall be given unto you. Anyone could, could um, live by that law. When you give, because you've seen a need, you've seen people are suffering, people are in need, give generously. The Bible said the one who gives to the poor. It's like he's lending unto the Lord and the Lord will repay him. And you know he don't owe anyone. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. How many has gotten that leadership responsibility and because of the love of God in their heart, 
Every time they go up, they pull someone up. But there is others they have to step on shoulder to get where they want to go to. But we don't need to do that. And if you have the gift of showing kindness to others, do it gladly. He said, do not add or take anything away from this. Because he know it will make your life better. He know it will make your life prosperous. That's why he said, I call heaven and earth as a witness before you today. If you meditate and obey these instructions that I'm giving you, your life will be prosperous, but it's up to you and I. Because he already set it in, in place. He's not going to do anything else. He said, do not add or take away from it. It is done. It is written. The next slide, which uh, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he said to thee, but his heart is not with thee. But focus on that, as he thinketh in his heart. If you have a small mind, if you're thinking about yourself in a small way, that is what you will get. The late Dr. Miles Monroe put it this way. The graveyard is the richest place on the face of the earth because there, there you will see the books that were not published, ideas that were not harnessed, songs that were not sung, and drama pieces that were never acted. All because we think of ourselves less than who God said we are. Oh, I don't, I don't have nobody to help me. Look at, look at where we live. Look at where we at. Look at where we stay. Everybody around us sell drugs. Look at my family. Look at where I go to church. It just, it's small. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. How many success stories that we heard? I've listened to TED Talks. You can find it on um, YouTube. Where so many tell their, their success story of, of being pushed aside or being talked about and, and declare over their life that they will never be anything. But in their heart, they can see the vision of them prospering and making something good of their life. And today, they are standing before millions telling their story. Because of what? One person I heard about Steve Harvey, what the, the, his teacher said about him. So many others. Know what that dream is to be. You can't do that. Look at your family. And he took it home and he showed it to, to his father because they were saying, I want you to write what you're going to be, what you think you're going to be in the future. And he, the dad told him, look, forget about that. You know what you want to be. You be what you want to be. But if he was thinking that way, if he continued to allow that thinking, that negative thinking to get into his subconscious mind and he began to, to see those pictures of him failing and he allowed that to stay there, that is just what he was going to be. As a man thinking in his heart, and I thought about this, and one day I was just driving. Someone cut me off and I was driving. And I, I, that was a couple of years ago, but that, it stuck with me. And I was 
driving and you know you 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 say some things and, and you're angry and you, I look back a few minutes after and my faces was the same way and you know you 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 crunch up anger you're not that smiling anger you know the you know you, I I said oh my God as a man thinking in his heart so is he because I was still thinking angry and I was looking angry and that is so true. And if, because if you're thinking happy, you're going to have a smile. Whoever have that anger, you know, <laughs> you will be thinking different. But there is so many that, so many books that was never published. So many things that folks had, vision, that they went back to the grave. They die and never, never accomplish anything because of what they think, how they were thinking about themselves. I've heard people always say, man, yeah, you're working at the store right now. Think about owning that store. You're working at the restaurant right now, thinking about owning your own. If you have the gift of encouraging, encouragement, encourage others. Do the, do the best that you can. And this is our text for the day. Next slide. The choice is yours. He said, I place before you life and death, blessings and curse. And every, I've heard so many men and women of God that made it to a level of success in their life, whether they are 50 members or 5,000, even two or three, they always says, don't allow anything or anyone to stop you. The playing field is even for every one of us. It is an even playing field. But because we are thinking because he have 100 members or 500 members, well, he is better than me. And he is trying to tell that man, no. It is as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. He'd never allow anyone to, to, to stop him from dreaming. The choice is yours. Look at this. It says right below that. Change your conception of yourself and you will automatically change the world you, are, you live in. In other words, change the way you see yourself. We have grown so much, me and my, my wife, my family, we have been studying and we've been just, just meditating on these things to the point where I'm seeing myself as a business owner having employees. As a man thinking in his heart, if you change your conception of yourself, you will automatically change your world, change the world in which you live. Stop seeing yourself as you need help from everyone. And we're not talking about help to change a tire. We're not talking about help to, to paint a, a fix a roof or something like that. We're talking about you don't need help for you to be success. God will bring the right people in the right place. But you got to understand if your mind is not being renewed, if your mind is, is your thinking is off, it doesn't matter how much help is around you, you will never get anywhere. But when you change your conception of yourself, 
you will automatically change the world you're living in. Dream big. Dream big. Even if it's used clothes, wash it, iron it, press it, starch it, make it look good. Look good. Start seeing yourself as a CEO. Start seeing yourself as a wife, a husband, a successful man or woman. Start seeing it from the inside. Everything that we see around here came from the inside. Is that crazy? That a podium came from the inside of a man? Before this thing was created, he can see it. He can visualize it taking place. He can see himself putting every piece together. His imagination is at work. If you want right now, you can start imagining. You might say, well, I can add another piece right here, another piece right there. In your imagination, you can see yourself constructing this thing. And next thing you know, you get the materials and you put it together. And when they look at it there, there it is. But it started on the inside. This building didn't just erect it itself. Someone probably have to have a vision. And their imagination I want a window over there, I want one there, a door there, and this and that, and this size, and then he take it to the builder, and then they put it on paper, and next thing you know, there goes your manifestation. But you got to change the conception of yourself. You got to see yourself better. You got to see yourself the person that you want to be. You got to start now, let it start on the inside of you. See yourself successful. Forget about what they say about, about you in the past. That's why the Bible said when you're praying, you got to enter into your closet. You got to shut the door. Shut everything out. All those negative things. All the people that is saying this and that and everything that is distracting you. You got to close that door. If you stand right here and pray now, there's no door right there. Actually, there's no actual door. But in your mind. You got to shut out everything. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 says, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Your life. And you got to guard it. All the crazy stuff, the, the movies and all these different things. There's some stuff that I watch that I wish I never watched. Scars my my mind. My I had to pray. I had to. I, I had the word of God is what had to cleanse me from those things. I've seen a, someone put a picture on Facebook one time with a with an accident. I don't know if they enhanced the picture or what whatever they did, but there was a young, uh, uh, like a, a baby um, with the head split, and I watched that thing. That young man was holding the baby, won't let him go because the police was trying to get him. So he was so, you know, so in a rage, uh, so messed up. He won't, you know, that's his child. He won't let go. And I watched that and it messed me up for weeks. Just, just the mental picture hurts. I, I just, I had to get it out of my head. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Every man, God has blessed us to be successful. Every woman, God has blessed us to be successful. But the things that we allow inside of our hearts, 
it begins to create a picture and we begin to think on those things. We begin to see ourselves not being able to accomplish anything. We look around us, we see pictures of people living on the bridge, we see people, uh, pictures of houses, our family broken and falling apart and all these different things. But if we are thinking, if our thinking change, that if God is for me, who can be against me? And he promised to supply all of my needs. And you allow those things to, to dominate your thoughts. You can't be what you want to be. Matthew chapter 12, verse 36 to 37 says, And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment there for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. That's why he said, don't add or take away anything from what I have already given you. This is what you need to be successful. And the secret to it that so many is using it, and they are calling it different names, different things. They are using the, the, the ideas that comes from the Bible. But they are changing the name because they don't want to say God, or they don't want to say Jesus and different things like that. But Allah, how, how many knows that Allah, it doesn't matter if you're a Christian or non-Christian. A stop sign, I'm talking about certain laws. A stop sign is a stop sign. I don't care if you're a Christian or not, you have to stop there. You pass, that you're getting a ticket. Give and it shall be given unto you. If you're giving me, I don't care. I'm not saying that I want you to go sell drugs and bring your money to me and take care of me and stuff like that. But if, you, if you're being generous, if you're giving me, giving me something, you're helping me honestly. Whether you're a Christian or not, there's going to be a time when something happens. I'm ready to extend the hand back to you. And we have seen it so many times in our community. We heard people talk about men who say, boy, he would give you the last shirt off his back. And they are ready to help him every time. It's a law of giving that, no, that everyone could prosper by. Numbers chapter 13, verse 30 to 33. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and says, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. You got to remember this when uh, Moses sent out the 12 spies to spy out the land. God already promised that it would take him to a land that flowing with milk and honey. He sent out 12 men to spy to see what's going on there. Two came back with good report and 10 came back with negative reports. But the men that went up with him said, we, but we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. And they brought, they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we had gone to search is a land, which, is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great statue. And there we saw the, gi the giants, the son of Anak, which, comes, which come of the... Which, which come of the giants, and we, are, we were in our own sight as grass supper. And we, and so, I'm going to read it again, I'm sorry, verse 33. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grass suppers, and so we were in their sight. 
First of all, they see themselves as defeated. And because the enemy can smell fear, basically, you're already defeated. It's just like a dog. If he start barking and he, he looked at you, start running, what he's going to do, he'd keep coming. But the minute you turn around like you're going to grab something, he start running. They saw themselves as grasshopper. They saw themselves defeated. As they think it in their heart, that's how they become. But when they, look, if you read, if you continue to read this scripture, Caleb and Joshua said, let us go up at once and take it. See, their conception of themselves, they see themselves as God see them. Strong and able. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 22 to 24 says, Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitude. Put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. You have a new nature. You're not going to do it by yourself. God is providing the way. Look at the next one. It says, for if, that's this Galatians chapter 2 verse 18 to 20. For if I build again the things which I destroy, I make myself a transgressor. Which means that you take off the old. If you put on the, the if you, you take off the old, put on the new. If you put it back on, you now become a transgressor. Because Christ died for your sin at the cross. It was exchange sin for righteousness. So when you go back to your old sinful way of living, you now become a transgressor. Because you're taking back something that does not belong to you. He gave you righteousness and he took sin. And when you took sin back, you now are trespassing. Sin is not yours anymore. That sinful life is his. He know what to do with it. Righteousness is yours now. But when you go back and take up that sinful life, now you become a transgressor. Verse, um, verse 19 says, for, uh, for I through the law am dead to the law, and that I may live unto God. Verse 20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Even though I die, I live. Yet not I. And it's not confusing. Yet not I, but Christ live in me. So you see the person that you're looking at. It just, the, the Bible said, man, he is a spirit. He lives, he have a soul and he lives in the body. So what you're looking at, it's just the outer covering. Your true you is the spirit inside of you. So it is not you who live in. You got to picture this like Sophia said. You, you are just there. But you, every one of us, I, I don't know how many saw the matrix. You see how the man went, in, went inside that man? That's how the Holy Spirit went inside of you and I. So we can say, it is not I who live, but Christ live in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. In other words, you are more bigger and better than you thought. You are more powerful than you thought. And the only thing that will stop you from being successful in this life is your thinking. And don't think I'm not talking about myself too. I have to change my thinking. 
I have to allow the word to, to renew my mind as the scripture says. John 14 and 20, it says, at, at that day, you shall know that I am in the Father, and ye in me, and I in you. Think about a triangle. You, the Father, and God. You, God, and Jesus, you all become one. He said, in that day, you will know that I am, I in, uh, that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. It's like a, you, you just united. And he is the one who is going to empower you to do those things. You have that faith. It is yours. It is inside of you. But if you are looking on the outside for something else to come from the outside, you're going to miss it. Because it's already inside of you. Christ lives inside of you. God is inside of you. He is the one who has empowered you. That's why he said, you, you will be able to do the things that I do and greater things. Because it is already on the inside of you. It's not you who live. It's not I who live. When I see you, I'm seeing God in you. When I look at you, I'm looking at God. It is not you who live. This is just the outer covering. But the true you is the one on the inside. But as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you change your thinking and change the conception, change the way you see yourself and see yourself the way God sees you as a conqueror, as the righteousness of God, you will prosper in all your ways and no one no one can stop you no one so as we end for today there's many more but we have to do that another time we talk about wisdom and all that and how God has become how Jesus has been God made Jesus wisdom for you and that wisdom because Christ lived in you it is on the inside of you that's why you can produce those things. The movies, the, pic, the, the songs, the buildings, and all that stuff. Use your imagination. It is a free gift. Everything that you've seen came from the inside. You are more powerful than you think you are. You are more smarter than you think you are. Christ lives in you. It is not you who live. Think about that today. It is not I who live, but Christ, the smart one, the blessed one, that special one. He lives on the inside of you. So there's so much you can do. So much. Amen. Amen. And as we finish today, I'm going to call Pastor Stroud back as he comes. And may God bless you. Amen. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Remember, if you would like to hear today's message in its entirety or hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. That's kingdomrock.org. You can also subscribe to our podcast and get it on the go. And if you have a Roku device, make sure you search for Kingdom Rock TV. In there, you will find this program and so much more. 
We would also love to see you in a live service. Just go to our website to get the details at www.kingdomrock.org. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.